Welcome to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys looking to model positive Christian leadership in our work, families, church, and communities. Want to discover ways to apply scripture effectively in everyday life? Tired of the pat answers in Sunday school? Then settle in for a gritty, authentic, and unexpectedly funny Christian podcast. And now, No Church Answers. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to No Church Answers, the weekly roundtable podcast for men. We all talk about the Bible here, uh, and we do it in ways you may not normally do it in a nice Sunday school discipleship group or Bible study or adult Bible fellowship, whatever your church calls your small groups. Uh, but we, what we're, we're devout guys, we're Christians, but we don't accept church answers. And we've been talking the last few weeks about prayer uh, and maybe the idea of becoming a prayer warrior, or at least taking a few steps toward it, or even just really getting the discipline down. With me are two of our uh, renowned panelists, our host, our regular host for, this, uh, for the podcast, Bill Cox is not with us at the moment. He may join us later. We don't know. Keep your fingers crossed, as, as you may have known if you've been listening to the podcast for the last several weeks. Uh, his wife, Beverly, is dealing with some serious health issues, and he is tending to that. So our prayers and wishes are with him for now. Yes. And if he comes in, well, that'll just be a bonus because it'll take a load off my task right now because we're, we're kind of winging it here. Uh, so... Uh, with me are our two other usual guys, uh, our corporate trainer, Robert Koshu. We call him the professor. He's Hello, kind of our, our theologian Hello. without portfolio. Hello, and we've got uh, the retired judge, uh, Mike Cropper, uh, and I'm sure he's ready to go. Uh, and we're, as I said, we're, we're talking about prayer. And, well, to, to get things rolling, I'm going to wind things back to a few weeks ago, and I'm, I can't remember if we were on air when we said this, but I think we were, and it was Robert, you, we were. so I'm blaming you, Robert. It's my fault. Uh, we, we kind of began the whole discussion of prayer, and you said, generally there are three answers uh, God gives to prayers. He answers yes, or no, or wait, and you said, of these three, wait was the worst answer. Well, I'm going to go back to Robert. Yeah, okay, what yeah, happens yeah, okay, when okay. God says We'll, we'll do this. So, so that came about in the context of we were talking about does God always answer prayer? And my, my answer is absolutely he does. He gives us three answers to prayer. Yes, you can have that or, you, or that can happen. No. Or Wait. And my, my statement that waiting is the worst because, and, and by the way, sometimes people confuse no with wait. Now, I think that may I be want a to little, talk about that later. Yeah, a little, little sideways conversation maybe for mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but yes, it's fairly easy because if you lis- listen to a certain strain of American evangelicalism, they will tell you that God's answer is always yes. You know, and if it's not yes, it's not God's fault. It's your fault because you don't have enough faith. You know, you just need to have more faith. 
and more this. Oh, and by the way, that more faith usually includes more donations to them as a part of that. Um, and so, yes, is the easiest one because it's clear. It, it's God telling Mike, Mike, go to law school. And then Mike going, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know. right. Yeah, but that's, but right. that's an obvious that's yes right. answer. Okay? Yeah. No, which we'll talk about, is no, absolutely not. And this is, you know, Jesus' prayer uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, Lord, if it's your will, take this cup from me. The answer there was no. And I'm sorry, if you think, if, if, if you think that you, you just need to have more faith for God to have a yes answer, you hadn't read that prayer ever, you know, and understand the implications of God's no's. God's no's are usually there because it's not his plan for you or it's not his plan for the world. You know, the, the people of Israel prayed back in the day, save Jerusalem. God was like, yeah, all that stuff y'all were doing before night, no, <laughs> you know, and then, and then where we are today, wait, and waiting is hard, especially for Western civilization. We have a incredibly short span of history in our world, in our lives, because we tend to think that history is very, very short. You know, our, our country's been in existence for 200 and almost 25 years. Wow, that's forever. No, that's a blink of time. The, the English Empire, the United Kingdom of England and Great Britain, somewhere around the 1500s, if my memory serves correct. You know, it, it's like in Britain itself, way before that. You know, the Romans left and Britain was founded, basically. So, Waiting for us is hard, not only because we don't like it, but also because we have a very shortened view of history. Judge. Yeah. Um, folks, going along with this, I think Robert or Steve just mentioned, uh, the the lesson was actually based on uh, um, one of Lesson 6 in Prayer, which is a Connect 360 book. And, uh, and the name of that, the lesson that we actually spun the, the uh, topic off that Steve has talked about is called Never Give Up. And uh, the main idea is that lesson is don't quit, keep on praying till something happens. And then we'll get God answer my prayers. And then finally, the most effective prayers in the Bible are those that are prayed persistently. And folks, you're going to have to forgive me. I stumbled on a couple words because Bill just came in. Yay! Right. <laughs> and I looked up. Anyway, so the author of the lesson attempts to show us a modern example by which we may have and experience the same exasperation. It's kind of humorous. He tells us that, that you may have heard the manner in which you pray is called push, or the way you should pray to God. And that stands for prayer and pray until something happens. Push, P-U-S-H. Now he tells us he has a young daughter, and she wants to go to McDonald's to eat, and he apparently does not favor McDonald's, and he adds that his daughter threatens him and says, Daddy, I'm going to keep asking you to take me to McDonald's until you take me. And now all of us, if we've had children, my three children like McDonald's, and they want to go to McDonald's all the time when they were young. But the, uh, the writer of this lesson, the author says, he has an acronym for this. He calls it KID instead of PUSH, and he says, 
this means keep irritating daddy, K-I-D, <laughs> until you get your way. And I remember that very distinctly. But anyway, in our previous podcast on prayer, Robert had, had said, and, and Steve repeated this, that there, there are three ways in which we get an answer from God, and they're yes, no, wait. Now, either Steve or Bill brought up a fourth choice, and they said, what if God is silent? And I pounced on this fourth choice because I believe there are times when God is silent. Just try asking Job. He tried to talk to God. He tried to get an answer. He yelled. He complained. He sought God. And God did not answer him. Now, Steve, again, he said this earlier. He takes his parable a little further. And he says, so what do we do when we do not get an answer to our prayer? How long should we wait? Great questions, which we hope to address in this podcast, folks. But anyway, let's see if we can answer that today in today's podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, as as Mike mentioned, Bill came came in during your talk and your policy just, is back. Just in time <laughs> is just in time. You're just in time to do a mic check. Uh, am I on? You are on. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Uh, just in time to read the scripture, uh, which we have, which we have selected, uh, not in the guidebook. If you're following, we are. I am. I'm pulling two here: uh, Psalm 27:14 and 2 Peter 3:8. And well, these verses don't necessarily pertain to prayer right out of the box. If you're a if you're a scholar, please don't write in and say, "Well, I think the author's talking about maybe the second coming." Definitely, I think Peter was. But looking at them, they can also apply to our subject of when God says, "Wait," uh, very very appropriately. So, Bill. Okay, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read the uh, read the scriptures. And just want to say uh, thanks for starting without me, fellas. <laughs> Man, it's been a been a day. Anyway, Psalms 27:14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And the other scripture is 2 Peter 3.8. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. And, you know, I, I made my notes before I read these scriptures. And so my notes are um, almost opposite of what the scripture is which makes Figures. me look makes me look kind of stupid but i'm gonna you haven't said it yet. i wrote them so i'm gonna i'm gonna say them here's the thing about being spiritual and us being men you pray for direction and inspiration not a decision and the reason why is time just like this, it says to the Lord, it's like a thousand years are like a day. We have an expiration date, and we have a sense of urgency, and that's what I've been dealing with today with my wife's medical stuff, you know. And that's why to avoid that, I mean, you're, you're, putting, you're, you're putting the Lord in the box. Okay, here. I, I I need this, or am I going to do this, or am I going to do that? And you put a deadline on it. This is, it goes absolutely against you, Mike, about praying to go to law school. But anyway, the inspiration <laughs> that I had was this. If you pray for direction and inspiration, you're going to continually move towards it 
whether you get an answer from God or not, instead of praying for a decision. That's what I'm trying okay, to get at. I see at. what you're saying, but, but ultimately, here's, here's my question, and sure. it pertains kind of where, where you were going, Mike. Uh, you know, we like resolution. <laughs> when, when, when God says yes or no, we get a resolution. Yeah, we're looking for a decision, but it's going to affect... If, if, we, if we act as Christians the way we move forward, the way we behave, uh, or what we do, or the choices we make. So God says yes or no. Uh, we hate unresolved endings. That's why I think we got, we're on to it. We hate it when God says wait. We don't want to wait around. It, it, except now if you're a Marvel fan, you love unresolved endings. And so really, how long do we keep on praying for something that's not happening. Um, and how, and, and, and yeah, and when, what, what gives us the faith, faith to know the difference between a no and a wait? I would say that would be discernment. <laughs> rather right. Than faith. But, but, but faith helps you in, in dealing with it. Hey, Bill. What is the difference between no answer, no, and wait? I'm going to, well, can I speak right to that? Do it. Because I'm, I'm bringing in our own, my own, our own personal experience here. Now, we've been doing this podcast for five years. Five years? Five, five years. Five years. Five years as, as you'd like to say. And, and we, we're still motivated. We come in every week. We're doing, right. we're doing it. We've actually had success. We're getting, we, 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 the, the, the downloads grow. But in other areas where we've tried to, to grow the podcast, well, we had one live show, and that was fun, but it was one live show. And we, you know, we still, we could be, the, the, the Patreon page could be rolling a little better than it is. Right. So I, I feel, and, but, but on the other hand, we had a TV show. We, we got 26 episodes aired, produced and aired. We found the funding for that. Yet, we're also, yet, yet to me, God is saying, wait, because one instances where, where a whole lot of things happen and yeah our mission is growing on the other hand it, sometimes it seems that you know we 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 we're getting told to wait no wait a minute just do your podcast every week and maybe other things will happen so there is there is a, there is my best example i can come with with god saying wait getting things done but we wanting to move it along a little more and wanting a better sign of maybe more feedback as to as to the way our as, as, as that this is we need to, affirmation is mm-hmm. what we're looking for essentially mm-hmm. affirmation that we're doing this and this is the right thing and going in the right direction and mm-hmm. everything well yeah okay i get that uh, uh, joyce meyer i think said she taught a bible study group for maybe seven years before she actually got going and I've, I've heard several times, in fact, if you all know Terry Bradshaw, who was the Steelers quarterback and he won four Super Bowls, he said it took six to seven years before he started clicking with the team. Okay? So I'm not surprised about the five years and in God's terms, yeah. he wants us, whether we're, he wants us to fit together, whatever or not, I would have liked to have had a big A-plus blue ribbon on the first podcast right guys which is what you're saying we're looking for affirmation well the fact that we're not getting what negative results is a positive affirmation because 
what 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 you asked earlier, Bill, was what when is there a no and when is there a silence and, and when is there a wait? You uh, learn to sense that in your spirit. But it, it took me nine years. I graduated from, uh, well, I got saved when I was, oh gosh, I guess 21 years old. And I asked the Lord about being a missionary. I, and I actually asked him, I said, Lord, do you want to be a missionary? I was hoping to say no. And he said no. But I, right. I didn't want to go across the continents. I wanted right. to stay here for whatever reason. And I said, uh, I, said I, I graduated from the University of Texas in 75. And I said, okay, Lord, should I go ahead and get a master's degree? And I asked him that. Now, he didn't speak directly to me, but you kind of sense a direction there. Well, right? that's, exact, like, that's exactly what I meant by okay. instead of asking when I, – I don't remember uh, asking, praying, should I go left or should I go right? You know, mine is for continued direction, for betterment, to, and basically we all know, we all we all wisdom. We yeah. all know what is a godly decision, and then you know when you're pushing it too. I mean, come on now. I mean, Harry, who who's not a salesman out there? Okay, but no, but see, basically the prayers and like what we talked about before is this. You know, there, there's prayers, prayers of gratitude, and you know. But this kind of stuff, what we're talking about here, when you're not answering, that's a that's when you're petitioning. That's when you want something. And hey, if you've been a kid, I mean, if you were a kid in my family, no, it was there was no wait and uh, no answer. I mean, that's exactly when you ask for something in my family. And every once in a while, you get a yes or so, you know. But really, I mean, and that shouldn't shock anybody. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break. This is podcast number 270. No Church Answers. We'll be right back. This is Bill Cox, director of Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Thanking you, our listeners, for making us one of the fastest growing podcasts in the Christian space. We are proud to announce that the regular guys have earned a video slot on Preach the Word TV Network, a Christian video streaming application with more than 50 million downloads worldwide. To finance our video production, we have launched a GoFundMe page to raise funds for our studio space and production team. Our program will be available on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. It will also air locally in Atlanta on Saturday mornings on WYGA channel 16.5. To make a tax-deductible contribution and learn more details, please look us up on GoFundMe.com under Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men or donate directly through PayPal at donate at manupmedia.org. Thank you so much for your support. And now back to the fellas of Man Up. And welcome back, everybody. This is uh, podcast number 270. You know, I honestly, and, and I said this in the previous podcast, I was not crazy about uh, doing a, a, a not only a podcast, but a, a series of it on prayer. And, you know, because, you know, you think about it, and that's one of the, uh, Im- you think of an image of a man, a Christian man that prays, you know, and you think of a, a guy that's meek or something, you know. But the reality is this, every once in a while, well, you need to pull in. We need to put up the antennas, kind of tune the world out, kind of get in prayer and stuff, and then get get ready to get back out there and slug it out, you know, um, which is kind of what I was doing today at the 
my wife had chemo and radiation the same day, man. This is just this is getting this dude, this is just getting real. And it's so out of the lane that I'm used to as far as being a man. And for you guys out there that are listening, man, maybe you just go through life and you work and you just make money and you just raise your kids. You just do whatever, you know. Kind of like me. And then all of a sudden you get cancer. And you know, and all of a sudden it just changes your life. Uh I mean, it takes it over. You're you're not well, like me, I, I'm not working. <laughs> I get fired, but I wouldn't have been able to do help my wife and do this stuff too. Uh, taking on an enormous, not only paid out an, a bunch of money already, taking on what's going to be a huge debt. Uh, that too, and it's just it. It's one of those things, man. I mean, it's it's life. And uh, you can either get uh, run over by the truck and stay down, or you can get up and try and get out before you get hit by the next one. <laughs> and and, and I, I'm going to go with, I think, a no answer with God. That's the wait. Because 90% of the time, God doesn't say, wait. It, it's no answer, or it's the silence. So you're going with... Yeah, you think I, wait and silence could be synonymous? I think synonymous. wait, silence, or um, no answer. The, the three together, I tend to think they're all the same. And and I think this when it's silent or no answer, mm-hmm. I think that's one reason why it frustrates us so much. Because like Steve says, especially as men, and, and let's be real here, the, the biggest problem, um, I have another friend right now who's, um, granddaughter, I'll be real nebulous about this, has some health issues. And I was talking to him about it, and he was saying, I want to do something to fix it, and there's nothing I can do to fix it. And that's, that is such a Western cultural, and, and I'm going to go with Southern, especially, guy thing, that our job as guys is to fix it. And, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, and, and I like to refer it to, I had to teach myself when my wife would come home, and to this day I still have problems with it, she'll start elaborating on something going on at her office, and you know what my answer is? Okay, so here's what you need to do. <laughs> you have to, so you need to schedule 15-minute appointments, and here's how you do it, and here's an agenda. And she's like, I didn't ask you to tell me how to do a one-on-one with my employee. I'm like, but that's right. what I do. Right. <laughs> you know, Actually, what and, you're and, saying and, is God listens better. God does God, God does what we are all told to do. Listen, don't right. necessarily fix. Right, right. And, and I think the other part of it is it, it goes back to the verse, the second Peter verse. A thousand years to God is a blink in our eye. And that is the reality that we live in. You know, we we try to, we are a speck of time in essence. Our, you know, even if you're someone that lives to be 120, you're a speck of time, you're a speck of dust in the essence of time itself. You know, it, it, it blows my mind to think, you know, when, when I started talking about something and people started talking about 40 years ago, I'm like, oh, that was like a long time ago. And I'm like, wait, wait, I was in high school. I was a junior in high school <laughs> 40 years ago. You know, I got the emails from my 40th high school reunion the other day. But we think about, we want to think about linear time. And God's time is infinite. 
and that's just not a concept we can deal with. Our brain can't wrap mm-hmm. itself around it. And I think that's what causes a lot of excess problems in our prayer life. Well, the vast majority of problems that we have are temporary. The only yes. one that isn't is death, right. which is I'm still all of you listeners out there that want to have more podcasts on deaths like me. I'm still trying to lobby the producer <laughs> to let me have a couple more because that's really what we need. But the th- but the thing about it is, and that's one thing about um, the saying that. Uh, it will all work out. Right or wrong, it will work out. And I'll never forget this friend of mine was upset. He was talking to my grandpa. And my grandpa, he basically didn't take any guff from anybody. And he, my friend didn't get invited to the school dance. And, and he was all upset about it. And he was pretending like my grandpa would care. My grandpa happened to be there with me. And my grandpa looks at him and says... What grade are you in? He goes, well, I'm a senior. He goes, well, you won't be at that school next year. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And you know know what? And you think about it, really, that's what it is. Change is constant. The earth is moving. This might be an issue now. It will get resolved one way or another. And believe me, as hard as I'm praying, I know my wife's issue, it's going to get resolved one way or the other. It's and but I have to go through it, and I think that what God is, God has not given us the answers to the test. He's walking us through the test. It's it's the journey, and and I think that's the thing most of us forget about because even when we travel, everyone flies now. Why? Because I got to get there, and they don't enjoy the journey. And I think there's something to be said for good old-fashioned road trips. By the way, Christmas is coming up. Go listen to our last year's The Ultimate Road Trip with the Magi last year. But it, it, it's one of those, there is a joy in our journey. And it's a journey of human life. It's a journey of human relationships. And it's a journey of faith. And to have all three of them intertwined is what Christ really calls us to do. He calls us to intertwine our faith with our journey of life, with the journey of relationships that we have with people. See, life isn't to be solved. Right. It's right. to be right. enjoyed. And, and hey, and, 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 and I'm, the guy, and I'm the guy who the told you, I'm the guy that wants to solve the problem all the time. <laughs> you asked a question a while ago. How do, you, how do you know God is saying no? I think, Bill, you asked that right. Uh, there are very practical reasons when he says no and the way you figure it out. For instance, like you, like right now, you don't have a job and you're looking for work, but it may not be practical for you to get a job at the moment with your wife right. in the situation. And you just have to say, Lord, I don't know how this is going to go further, which you've already said you're doing right now. That's one answer on what, where he's leading and what you're going to do and what kind of answer you're going to get from him. Also, folks, if you ask God for something and, and the scripture clearly speaks against it, like can I have a second wife, boy, you're, you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that. There's yeah, go ahead, Mike. Do, right? Go ahead. <laughs> and, then, and then, like I said, timing does not fit. It won't work. Uh, circumstances around you, whether you're helping your children, your children need guidance from you. 
if it doesn't fit for that particular situation that you're praying about or they're praying about for an answer, uh, timing just doesn't fit. You can't do it. For instance, you need to go up to, uh, oh, say you need to go up to Illinois immediately for some reason, and you can't do it because your wife needs you here in this situation or wherever. Uh, timing won't work. What I'm trying to tell is there's practical answers that God speaks to you. He doesn't always speak to you in a voice like we've talked about. And, and Robert says, of course, the journey is the, the best part of it. You make and enjoy the journey you're in. And then another, reason, another practical thing that you get an answer from God that's no is you're not qualified to do the thing that you're asked to do or someone has asked you to do. I cannot teach a class on chemistry. I mean, somebody comes to me and says, Mike, will you teach a class on chemistry or, or will you teach a class on gambling? I say, no, but I know somebody. That's Steve Titch. So there's some really practical you got to ante 100 bucks to get in that class. <laughs> <laughs> that fit. And finally, you have a gut feeling from God. He generally will give you a gut feeling, especially if you, if you ask him for a period of time. So anyway, those, those are the way I look at and, and a few of the ways that I know God is saying no not to do something. Anyway, go on, Bill. I know that uh, pretty much covered it for me, uh, Mike. Uh, uh, professor? Yeah. Are you gonna... I, I, I would really just go with it really is about a journey. And it, it and, and, and here here's the catch, and I think this is something we have to always also keep in mind as we're talking about prayer and thinking about our faith. Number one, it it really is what we call exercising your faith muscle. Having that prayer life, having that time with God, having that time in corporate worship, by the way. That does not include every week watching TV, watching the service on the TV from your house. You know, come back to church if you're physically able to. You know, I mean, I, I will give you there are people who cannot physically get out. I understand that. But if you are physically able to get out to church, go to church. Corporate worship is important. All of those things give you the ability to have, I think, who used the word discernment? Mike, was that you? If you want to know God's answers on the no, yes, wait thing, the more time you spend. How about this? Let's think about it this way. Are you at the point where you and your significant other can start looking at each other, finishing sentences, knowing what the other is thinking? You and, you know, me looking when I picked up our trailer, opening a door and seeing where they had left some loose ball bearing parts sitting there. And I knew immediately go inside, get a magnet from them, pull them out. Because what would have happened had my wife gone camping by herself, lifted it up, saw the ball bearings, I'd have got a call, oh my God, something's broken, there's parts all laying everywhere. But I know that because I was with my wife and because we spent time together. Spend time with God, that's how you get to that point where you know what to do and where you develop that discernment to know the answer to your prayer. I got a question, guys. Can we force God to give us something ahead of schedule? 
No, I mean you can't oh, force so. guns. I don't know oh, about oh, that. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you want to talk? I know you're going to go back to Saul. The reason Abraham. Abraham. Yes. The reason. Abraham. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. Okay. No, no, no. There's a reason oh, for this hell. because hell. we're not really going in, into the details, really praying. And I wrote a whole bunch of questions well, down here, yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking uh, uh, you know, can you, can you? The, the author of our lesson said, you pray persistently. And Jesus told the disciples that they should pray and not give up. Can can we pray in, in, in such a manner that we say, I want something now, God, and it is there a perfect will where we trust him and wait till he sends the answer? Is there an acceptable will where we force the situation early? Oh, hold on. Repeat the wills. I heard okay. acceptable okay. will, and what was the other one? Okay, a perfect will of God. Perfect will. In what we ask him for when we're praying, okay, and and it would be like a perfect answer, okay, okay, okay. And the second one would be an acceptable answer where we're impatient and we want to force his hand because we don't want to wait, or we're not mature enough to wait for him to give the answer in his time. Am I am I making sense with so, that? So, so let's go back to Genesis. My my example on that one is. When he's praying for Sodom and Gomorrah, okay. and God tells him, hey, I'm going to destroy the city. Well, God, if I find a hundred righteous people, will you destroy the city? No, no, no. If you And I may have my numbers wrong. Right. No, no, no. If you find a hundred people, I'll spare it. Well, what if I find 50, God? Oh, no, no, no. If you find 50, what about 10? You know, and, and it's Abraham literally bargaining with God. But that, yeah. that's a little different, I think, than what, what you're saying. Because yeah. I think if you... <laughs> If you try to, f- you can't, you say, I said, I, I, you can't force God to do anything. Right. You might, I would agree with that. you might, uh, Unless I'm not saying to, yeah, God, God uh, I, in fact, I'm one of the good first answer. people to say God has, ha, God has a sense of humor uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to has, a, has a great sense of humor. So you may, and, and, and I think this is a little different from Abraham, you may want something <laughs> and bargain with God. And God, maybe with a with a little tongue in his cheek, grant that, and kind of let's see what happens here. Well, and, and, and that's and, Sodom and Gomorrah, because Abraham well, goes and he finds one his lot, mm-hmm. and then he and, lets Lot save his family, but he lost the wife in the process. Yeah, but but, yeah. but, but I think I'm thinking, you know, it's kind of the old "be careful what you wish for." And that's, and that's correct. And, and God it. may give you something that you're that you think you're prepared to handle, and you're not. And you might learn something from that. Well, uh, it's it may, and I think yes. that's that. But but I don't think I don't think you can. If if you're talking forcing God to do something, as in I'm going to hold a gun to your head and force you. Well, to no, read that scripture lesson to me, yeah. um, that's—I don't think so. I think God, God, you can't. God does what God wants. I, no, I, I have a second yeah, example yeah. of the perfect will versus acceptable will, mm-hmm. and it's not involving prayer so much. Moses at the burning bush. Mm-hmm. Moses tries, okay. and I may be all wrong on my numbers again, but Moses tries multiple times to get out of it. Yes, and then finally God says, "Fine." Aaron can speak for you. Go get Aaron. That's correct. I think yeah, God's perfect will was Moses. Mm-hmm. Period. Full that's on. Right. No Aaron may be on the side, yeah. but Aaron's not the spokesman. Aaron becomes the spokesman 
And I, I think that may be an example of what Mike's talking about, perfect yes. will and acceptable will. Well, yes, and, and, and the couple examples are Abraham and it's Sarah. Right, and, and, right. And simply, God promises a son to him 25 years before he's born, Isaac. And in <laughs> that was a wait, by the way. In 15, <laughs> and, right, and in yeah. 15 years, Sarah gets go ahead, impatient, go ahead, go on with right? <laughs> okay, and Abraham goes along with it. And Abraham knows what God told me. He says, you're going to have a son, but he didn't tell him 25 years. He just says, you're going to have a son out of all the nations will be blessed in the whole entire earth. So so Sarah gets real impatient, and and she gives him her, her maid, and from that comes a huge nation today, right, called the Muslims, based around the Muslims, and they would not have happened had she been patient, but Abraham went along with it, okay? So, so I don't know that God really said this was your perfect will, but God turned around and blessed that decision and made him a huge nation, even on top of the, on the Jewish people, which was Isaac. After 25 years, Isaac was born, and Sarah was 90, and Abraham was 100 years old. So, so we can we can thwart God's plans for us. I don't know that he, I should, that was a poor choice of words when okay, I said well, I think we can force God to do it. No, we can't. Mm -hmm. We can do it, and he'll still allow us to do or make the decision to do that. Um, a, a second thing. Well, God does Go ahead, give you leeway. I mean, I did mention in passing the 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 crowning of King Saul, where where yes. Samuel tells the the leaders of the of the of of what was then really the tribes of Israel. This isn't a good idea. Really, this isn't what God wants. He doesn't yeah. think it's a good idea. No, 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 no. And they say, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, get one. Let's get one. He's and, tall. And yeah, and Samuel <laughs> kind of says uh, he throws up his hands and says. You know, goes, what am I going to do with these people? And God kind of says, let him choose a king let me, let me <laughs> and see what I, happens. I don't know what? the number of podcasts, but it was yes. before 100. Yeah, I know we, that. We did a whole series on Saul. Yeah, we did a whole series Saul. on Saul. Go find it listen to him. They're really good. <laughs> One quick example that I referring yeah. to. Hezekiah, God comes to him and says, it is time for you to pass. He says, get your things in order. You're going to pass. And Hezekiah goes and cries and fasts. And weeps, and God comes back to him and says, I've heard your crying and your weeping and your repenting, and I'm going to add 15 years onto your life. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have, because Hezekiah does some things that hurt his descendants. You remember he shows the representatives from Babylon all his riches and wealth, and the prophet comes to him and says, Hezekiah, because you did this, all of is, uh, pardon me, Judah and Israel is going to be taken to Babylon one day because you have shown your riches to them. And he says, "Oh, that's great as long as it doesn't happen in my lifetime." <laughs> so, so God allowed him to do that. Not only did he allow him to do that, he went ahead and granted him another fifteen years well, of that, health. It's very. Interesting. I, I don't want to get into it, but was that was that just Hezekiah's own personal decision? God, God may allowed him to do it, but God, God granted him, him the gift of, of years, and of course, typically he just kind of misused right. it. <laughs> yeah. All right, and with that, we're going to go ahead and just uh, get a couple of takeaways from the fellas um, as we talk about uh, when God says, wait. And uh, start with the professor. 
Take away from I, you. I, I'm going to leave it where I left it a few minutes ago. It, I, I think if you really want to know about it, it, it's two things. It's number one, remember that God's view of history and time is much, much different than ours. And then number two, the closer you're walking with God and the more you're there, the more discernment you have to understand the yes and no or wait. And uh, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes the wait is easier to handle if you're trying to walk daily, you know, because it gives you the wisdom. You know, I know sometimes in the midst of it, it doesn't sound it, but it does give you the wisdom or at least the peace to understand that, you know what, God's got this. There's a plan. Let me hold my breath for a minute. <laughs> you know, the, the old, if you're angry, count to 10. Well, if you're angry about prayer, count to 10 and then talk to God about it. Right. Judge, a takeaway from you. Yeah, folks, uh, when you're seeking an answer from God and you pray and you wait a long time to get an answer from God, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Remember Moses. God called him to lead the people out of, out of Egypt, the Israeli people, and it took 40 years before he began the project, before he appeared. He was about 40 years old when the, God appeared to him in the burning bush, and he was about 80 years old when he and Aaron went to Egypt to, to approach Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. So don't get discouraged. The question there, what do you do when God doesn't answer you? Wait. Right, Robert, Steve, everybody. You may think God is ignoring you, but don't. Keep up the faith. Pray as if you believe God is listening to you because our mind sometimes does get doubts. Even if you think it in your mind, speak it loudly. Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I'm waiting on you. And your scripture says that you're with me. And sometimes we, we will try to go by our feelings. Folks, don't go by your feelings. Go by what you know and what the Bible says. God looks at your faith and how you talk to him and repeat his promises to him in scripture. Tell him that you're expecting to answer you and don't let your feelings control your thoughts or your faith in God. Bill? Steve Titch. Well, I'm going to take it back to what you said when uh, you came in earlier. Perhaps we're waiting for the wrong type of answer. Uh, if, if we're concerned about the wait, uh, it's, again, relationship. I like what we, we came down to it's not so much that God's going to be there to solve every problem uh, God loves you he'll listen to you he'll empathize with you he'll sympathize with you but the the answer he may not fix everything um, and he may not uh, necessarily give you everything you want but that's why we say you have to trust him um, and so Sometimes wait is wait for whatever God's reasons are. It's a, it's, and yeah, it's another, it's another place where, where our own nature runs against that because as we've been talking about it, we want it now and why can't we get it now? What's the problem? And questions that we're praying for are not things that we haven't tried to solve ourselves already. I like that. So, I like that a lot. So prayer for direction, inspiration, and wisdom, and then a little extra when that didn't work. And with that, thanks so much for tuning in. This is No Church Answers. And once again, thanks to our sponsors and the supporters. 
On behalf of our producer, Mr. Steve Titch, Michael Cropper, Robert Koshu. My name is Bill Cox. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. So please rate it and leave a review. And if you have a question or comment, go to our Facebook page or www.nochurchanswers.com and post it there. And if you're unable to attend a church, check out the Sugarland Baptist streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and sugarlandbaptist.org. Starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, and you should be by now, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church by local. So you'll go and participate and find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or Sunday School class that you can join for discussions like this and find one that is men only. And if there isn't one, you need to start one. And don't take any church answers. Check out the Sugarland Baptist streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and sugarlandbaptist.org. Starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, and you should be by now, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church by local. So you'll go and participate and find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or Sunday School class that you can join for discussions like this and find one that is men only and if there isn't one you need to start one and don't take any church answers you've been listening to no church answers the weekly christian podcast for men tell us what you think leave a comment or review want to know more about us then visit nochurchanswers.com and our facebook page Check out our video series on our YouTube channel. You can also become a patron of No Church Answers by visiting our Patreon page. No Church Answers is a production of Man Up Spiritual Oasis Media, which is solely responsible for its content.